0: those of the motherfuckers like if they're having financial problems i will help them and i hope they would you know obviously help me but i would never ask money for anyone unless you want to donate to me at a uh, cash sign ghostwriter mfer for uh cash app
1: what it do what it is what it be Episode five, back at it again, Couch Lap Deep Dives. How we doing today, y'all? Brandon, go ahead and tell the divers what's up. How y'all doing
2: today? We got our boy, Michael.
1: Ooh, Blando. <laughs> Blando.
2: Hey,
1: how we doing today, man? Who, who, who is Mikey? Why is Mikey here? Why
0: do the divers need to know you? Mikey is a, a deep person, and I am here today. Because I am here against my will, I have a gun pointed at me. If I, uh, uh, you guys want me to talk more, um, uh, <laughs> it's going great. It's going great. I'm happy to be here. He's, he's keep reading the script. reading um, the script. Don't fucking tell him
1: about the gun. I'm sorry. <clears throat> All right, but 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 Mikey, why? Who, what do the divers need
2: to know about Mikey?
0: What they need to know. Mikey's a fun guy, but he's got a lot a lot of hidden demons, and if you want to know about him, he'll tell you about him
2: i actually really want you to speak on like who you are and like your past and stuff like that like why are you here like why are you alive Um, uh, no like, where, where were you born where was a uh, oh yeah man. oh yeah, yeah
1: where's yeah where is it where did, where did your story
0: begin
2: where's yeah. mikey from
0: my story started out in the amazing cornfields of springfield illinois you oh, know really? where the simpsons are i grew up next to homer and marge and all of them man. he grew up next to me too uh, yeah he didn't even know it didn't even know it oh, he, he yeah. lived in indiana and... literally for each other that's yep. crazy indiana what the fuck wait no missouri my man Missouri. missouri. I, I i forget missouri is even a missouri. place i ain't gonna lie <laughs> hey we all forget it it's okay but uh we got the arch though oh yeah um a lot of good food too oh yeah yeah hey well hold up don't forget about chicago man chicago's got some good food just uh, you gotta be careful, cause uh, you might get robbed.
2: Damn. Yeah, I've never been anywhere but here. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I in Florida, but yes, here I've never like seen anything else, been anywhere else. My body has never been somewhere else.
0: Have before. you ever left the state? No. Mm-hmm. My man, we need to. Uh, we need to plan world something gym. seriously. Hmm? You need to I'm see to the go to Vegas. world, bro. Um, I, I'm i going to be honest. I don't know if I can hop on that bandwagon because there's a lot of drugs and druggies. And Why do you think I'm
1: trying to go to Vegas?
0: I'm too white for Vegas, man. No, I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> but what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I always wanted to be able to say
0: that. Yeah, but sometimes you don't leave Vegas and sometimes mm. you're in an underpass and Damn. you're dead. Kind of like
2: the B- Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, yeah, Damn. yeah. People go there and disappear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> same with Chicago and some parts of New York as well.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yeah, so you started started in Illinois? Yep, started in Illinois, uh, moved around a lot. Uh, Uh, Why'd you move? Uh, Are both of your parents still together?
0: Both parents are still together. Um, We moved a lot because my parents didn't have their shit together. Um, They kind of... My mom trapped my dad with me. Damn. Yep. Stop taking pra- uh, birth control. Damn. Didn't tell him. All of a sudden, hey, I'm Prager's. You got to stay with me. And <laughs> Boy, my dad's like, well, shit. I was freaking the <laughs> oldest. Speaking of, uh, how many siblings do you have? I have two siblings, two sisters. Me too. Um, man, I, I wasn't like that. growing up with
2: sisters. I, I did not have sisters. Uh, it's kind of lonely. I mean, like I feel like you're on a different perspective. Because like, you're the oldest. Yeah. Are you the youngest? Yeah, I'm the youngest. Ah, the youngest. okay. the other side super lonely in my in my being
0: so i kind of agree but like i was also the the oldest so like if they needed something or something like that or they weren't strong enough to do something they they always called on me but that was because i was the oldest mm-hmm. and they kind of followed me around um yeah. but like i did feel lonely because like i never got to i don't know never got to like have that like brotherly like Let's go do something completely stupid and get hurt, where I had sisters that are like, um, I don't want to get hurt, or I don't want to mess up my hair, or... Mm. Yeah, were you no, ever, yeah. to, like, forced to, like, drag your siblings along with you places? Uh, yes, actually, for the longest time, yeah. Um, especially when I first started dating, my parents did not want me alone um they always made me bring at least one sibling just so i made sure that i'd have sex that's fucking terrible <laughs> <Yeah. God. laughs> it's so bad because i was the oldest so i was the first child to well that was known for dating my sisters dated so many people did not say anything <laughs> but um yeah so I, I bet it was like a scary time for them because they're like holy crap our babies are growing up and sex and drugs, and they, they, were, they were always worried that I was going to get into the wrong things, especially in Illinois. I mean, hell, I, ha- I had a buddy there that got shot and died, so... Yeah, I probably would have gotten shot, too, because I hang out with that kid all the time back so, there.
2: So would you define that as, like, sheltered?
0: Yeah, I would say I, I was sheltered a lot, but, yeah. like, I wasn't sheltered in a sense of, like, I couldn't watch certain movies, and I couldn't, like... I don't know, play certain games or anything like that. Like, my parents let me play GTA 5. They actually, funny story, a little quick story. They tricked the church and told the church it was a racing game. Ah. Oh. <laughs> but instead, you know, obviously GTA is way more than racing and everything and so the church bought it for me for my uh, Christmas present. And uh, yeah, I got GTA 5 from our church. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely say shelter. They they could never let us just figure stuff out on our own. Mm-hmm until we got older and now we're kind of all kind of like always like we're kind of wired to just ask them questions and now they're like now they want to be like you know figure it out yourself then so they kind of screwed us in that aspect but i feel like for what i've done i'm doing okay for what i'm working with Hmm. with my cards so
1: what happened after illinois uh
0: we moved to florida we moved to Florida technically I've been to Florida three times one time I was in my mom's belly um they moved here uh they had stuff lined up and everything with family here and all that but then uh I think my dad wanted to go back or something like that so they ended up breaking ties with my family over here and I've never I don't even know their names mm. that's how much they hate us now Damn. yeah and apparently we owe them like a grand or something like that still yeah. um so we moved back to illinois and then we ended up moving back to florida for about a year then my grandmother died so we moved back to illinois because my dad was on this whole like i don't want to lose any more family members you know so we moved back and then we realized there's nothing in illinois and our hometown was becoming more and more ghetto and more and more drugs and crazy stuff was happening so they were like yeah we need to get the hell out of here and make a life for ourselves." So then they decided, uh, we'll move to Florida, move back to Florida, stayed here for about five, six years, had an opportunity to buy a house in Tennessee with some childhood friends. Mm Um, my dad's childhood friends and, uh, some, some shit happened and we stayed there for like eight, nine months and then we ended up moving back to Florida. And now it seems like it's permanent because we've realized that we always come back to Florida. Might as well just stay here.
2: Oh, Okay. Yeah. You happy in Florida, or did you like Illinois, so even though there was problems, issues?
0: I miss my cousin. I have a cousin up there, uh, great guy. Grew up with him, um, but other than that, not really, hmm. um, it's a shithole up there. I always like not when I moved here the second time. Mm-hmm. I, I always wanted to go back to Illinois. I always told my mom, I want to go back home. I want to go back home. And then I started hearing about things going on up there. And then my buddy up there died. And I was like, ah, no, I don't want to go back anymore. Yeah. Um, love Tennessee, though. I really do. I love the culture over there. People are so friendly over there, and the mountains are beautiful.
1: You still talk about going back to Tennessee to this day. Uh-huh. I and am. the houses are so much
0: cheaper over there. Yep. Everything's really cheaper over there, though. I'm, except for, I would assume, the taxes, maybe. Um, no, actually, they're not that bad, either. Yeah. Now, Illinois, yeah, tax the hell out of you. The houses are dirt cheap, but the property taxes and everything up there, it's insane. But, uh, yeah, no, um, I, I like Florida, and if I'm going to stay here, I'm going to stay in this town. Um,
1: I don't know, though. We just, like... Like we were talking about this the other day. It just keeps getting bigger. And Every time we go into town or something, something else pops up. And it's like more and more people. Traffic's starting to get a little bit worse. And it's not small town vibes anymore. And I don't really like it.
0: That is true. That is true. But living in a small town also kind of sucks. Now, don't get me wrong. The traffic uh, clearing up and everything like that in smaller towns is nice. But getting anything done there it's a hassle you have to drive an hour and a half two hours somewhere just so you can find a lowe's or a a fucking harbor freight where here we have all of it we have a little bit of everything in this town now yes we are not as small but we're not as huge as the town over and we're not as huge as tampa so it's like one of those things that i feel like once you buy that little parcel that is yours and there's no way in hell that anything's going to change in your immediate area, Mm. there you go. You're set. That's Mm. crazy because, like,
2: speaking to, like, some New Yorkers, they're, they're just like, oh, I hate being here because everything is so far apart. But you're thinking on, a, like, oh, everything used to be even further. So Yeah, yeah, because in yeah, New York.
1: I used to be able to walk
0: everywhere.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Like,
1: everything is there because mm-hmm. they're all, like, smushed together. And yeah. it's,
0: I don't want to be smushed together. I don't, yeah, no, I don't want to be smushed, but I don't want to have to drive an hour just to get groceries. <laughs> like, I, I much how much I love being two minutes away from Walmart? Exactly. Oh, I love it so much. And, and your little parcel that you're at, at least right here, right now there's no way in hell there's anything gonna happen around here unless something major happened, but that would mean someone would have to buy this out, but before they even do that, there's plenty of land next to it and there's plenty of land past that too, so that will all get bought now before this will ever get bought now, and by that time you might be dead or senile. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so so
1: you've been to three, you've lived in three states, pretty much.
0: Yep, three states, um, I've always wanted to try Michigan. Uh, My other family family, uh, lived over there. My dad actually uh, grew up in Michigan uh, in his, like, younger, younger years. And um, I heard over by, like, Grand Rapids and everything. It's super beautiful. And it's, like, a brewery town. So, like, there's a big old brewery over there that you can go and explore. But they still have everything pretty much in that area. So, like, if you need to build a deck for your house, there's a Lowe's or a... uh, Uh, home depot Depot nearby yeah i just i really don't want to be in that predicament ever again where i like even a game stop like i don't want to have to drive two hours to get to a game stop to try to get there on release night for a game (laughs) and like and then even after i get that game i'm still not gonna be able to play it for another two hours because i got a two-hour drive home so i like our little little setup you know this town is it's, it's getting bigger and it's changing but i mean change is inevitable it is it really is
2: so what are you doing now work lifestyle like what are you doing right now
0: well obviously work you guys already know what i'm doing mm-hmm. um, oh he yeah, he works with us by the way but yeah. like why
2: why are you why are you here like why are you working here like why oh, are you doing man. this so the
0: the reason i am working at least for where i am now is because before i was doing pest control and pest control is just it's not for me, man. I didn't like being around all those chemicals. I don't know how many times I've had like my backpack leak like half a gallon of chemicals on my back and then I'd have a rash. Um, oh, you gotta damn. tell them about the
1: flies. You gotta tell them about the flies.
0: The flies. What
1: happens when a fly bites you?
0: Oh, you mean when, the when mosquito.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and mosquitoes. When you so, <laughs> Go ahead, take it.
0: So I was spraying a person's house and I see a mosquito on my arm. So like my arms are kind of... Full, so I'm like getting like I'm trying <laughs> to hurry to get my backpack on me so I could smack it and right before I smack it I noticed the skin ain't moving anymore like it's butt filled up and everything but ain't moving anymore I'm like what the hell is going on I shook it off and it was stiff and it died it died from drinking my blood Damn. My blood had so much pesticide in it that it killed the mosquito.
2: <laughs> and that that crazy. was the
0: day that I legit was like, I need to find something different because that is scary. Wait, now, watch though. One of these divers are going to hit us up. And they're going to be like, yo, that, that's not what happened. They going to explain it. They're going to be like, this is what happened. They go get the science. They're going to be like, bam. And I'm going to be like, wow, damn. You know what? And it could have been literally I've been spraying pesticides, like, <laughs> yeah, it pesticides been. in the air. Well, it's so much
1: cooler to think your blood is full of pesticides. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like.
0: Uh, I knew one guy. Uh, he was a cool guy, and he he was doing pest control for years, and he said he didn't get bit by mosquitoes anymore, like ever. And I'm like, oh, how long have you been doing? He goes like thirty years. I'm like, bro, like, do you have pesticide just running through your veins? He goes, I must. He goes, I don't have to spend money on bug spray. They go out in the woods and everything. Bugs don't bite them. Dude. Yeah, like I don't know. Unless I mean, I curse. yeah, like I mean, I know some people don't get bit by bugs because. Uh, mosquitoes are pig, like they're not picky, but they like certain types of bloods better. Like if you have sweeter blood, they're obviously going to go towards you. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, like I just, I couldn't be that. And then I had too many customers trying to fuck me too.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I think you're talking about, th- go ahead and talk about the whole old lady situation. <laughs> oh
0: man. Okay. So this was back when, uh, me and Jordan would have our earbud dates where he was working over in an Amazon and he would have his earbud in. And I'd have my earbud in, and we'd be talking, you know, while we're doing our thing. This lady was so adamant on having sex with me. Mind you, her husband was in the next room. Next room, and she was dying of cancer. She's literally, like, on her deathbed. She had a machine hooked up to her and everything. And she's sitting here, you know, talking to me. And it started out casual, you know, just a little small talk. And then she just kept talking. And, you know, I'm just trying to give good customer service. So I just go ahead and, you know, <coughs> I just kept talking to her and, you know, kept small talk and everything like that. And then all of a sudden she starts asking, like, if I have a girlfriend and everything. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I've got a girlfriend, you know, we're doing great. And then she's like, you know, talk about then that I should, she, I should friend her on Facebook. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll totally do that, and all that and then she started telling me that <laughs> that she didn't want my girlfriend to get jealous, and that if she was my age, she'd be all up on that, and her girlfriend would have to pretty much like fight for or my girlfriend would have to fight for me and everything. Dude, it took a such a fast turn, and this motherfucker here. Is sitting there in my ear, like get it, Mikey, get it. As I'm hearing this, like he's trying to
1: keep a straight face in front of this lady. Yeah, you know, sitting there like, like goddamn, she wants you, man. Yeah, but to get you some of that grandma pussy.
0: <laughs> and her husband is literally like, because they had like a patio slide door. He's literally right outside as she's saying this, and she's not being quiet. She is like full on, like I want to fuck your brains out. And I'm... Hey, I'm, wait,
1: tell them why you you considered doing it,
0: though. Oh, bro. So, I ain't gonna lie. So, like, before I went into the room, because I saved the room for last because I knew she was in there, mm-hmm. Um, I went to the garage to spray, and they had a fucking C6 Corvette in there. And I was... Dude, that's my favorite year Corvette. Favorite year. And <laughs> she ended up telling me that it was hers. Damn. Damn. So I'm, like, sitting there like, dude, if I fuck her brains out good enough, maybe she'll put me on her will and I'll get that Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> so, what the fuck? But I didn't do it. I was scared. Um, oh, yeah.
2: should would have could
0: Yeah. And then I saw the, the giant dildo on the... The table.
2: Damn. So she she don't play. No, 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 no. This, this was a different di- lady. Oh, okay. separate interaction. Yeah, oh,
0: okay. yeah. There was a giant dildo, like uh, a twelve. It's like one of those big old twelve inches with a suction.
1: It was and, in the, the middle of the dining room table, correct? Yeah.
0: It was like a, a center or, uh, ornament piece. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was interesting. Very interesting. Oh,
1: another, and another thing about the bug out. One of the reasons you left. You your customers kept fucking dying
0: yeah i
1: forgot about that dude i were really getting down bad about that, dude
0: i was having because like i know i've been talking trash about my customers but really a lot of these customers were like family to me man like when you're at their house constantly and even when they trust you so much enough that they even leave a key for you uh, like underneath the mat and like let you inside their house while they're gone and sometimes they'll even leave stuff for you. Like, I had one lady leave me a little basket of goodies inside for me. And it said, for Michael with a heart and Aww. everything. It was great. Awesome. This lady. And this is the one that really got to me. Because, like, I had several of them dying al- already. But they were older. So I, I kind of figured. It still hurt, though. Like, especially when I'm, like, calling up. Like, hey, you are ready to schedule your pest control? And it's their son or daughter. And they're telling me she died. Um, we're going to have to cancel it. Like, but... This last lady, I went to her house December 27th, did her pest control. I remember talking to her. I remember that interaction clear as day. I knew this lady back when I was training with another lady from our place. So like, I, I knew this lady, I pulled up cause she was on a quarterly schedule. So three months later, so it's March now, I pulled up to her house and it was empty. There was nothing inside. There was a for sale sign. Damn. I look at her the notes, and it said to please contact the sun. And there, my dread just grew, because I knew what was happening. I called him. Um, oh, this will also add to why I left. There's no communication with our place. Uh, schedules always got mixed around. Um, so I called him, and he was like, hey, you were supposed to call me beforehand so we could set up a time, because obviously... My mother is dead now. I can't be... I have to be there to let you do your service. And uh, this was going to be the last service anyways. So he just said, go ahead and just get the outside done. But she died in December.
1: There's only so many... There's only so many days in December.
0: I was there December 27th. She died in December. So she died within those, what, four days... She could have died later that day after I left. That like he, he
1: could have been the last person she saw. That could um, have been our last interaction.
0: Oh uh, yeah, it, it it fucked with me so badly. Like this made me realize that like. As much as I love these people, a lot of these customers are older folks and they're going to start dying off. And I get attached to people way too easily. So, like, I just, I knew I needed to get out of customer service. At least something like that where you're going to someone's house. Because when you're going to someone's house, you have that different relationship. You kind of have to have that different relationship for them to trust you to be there. And as much as I miss them and as much as I miss that job, I just, I can't deal with that heartbreak anymore. And that's why I, I... decided to come here and i also wanted to go more towards you know technology because that's what i want to you know uh pursue pursue yeah for the rest of my life i want to work on computers i want to work on electronics you know electronics when they talk back it's usually in code and you can just go in and check their coding or maybe a fucking <laughs> board shorted well, out or something what well, you were
1: talking about the other day i totally could see you like doing uh what we like like security data analyst type stuff, like oh, going yep. in and trying to hack into people's security systems, showing them their flaws and fixing fixing it for them, or, or is just it going it in and doing routine maintenance on large security firms. Is, it, is it it cyber like that cybersecurity? Yep, yeah, cybersecurity. Cyber
0: cyber yep, um, and I'm in college mm-hmm. right now for that. Uh, I will. I that sounds like amazing. Yep, cybersecurity management. So mm. I have to take not only cybersecurity classes, but I also have to take management classes. Mm. Um, the only thing is, though, is... It's hard to concentrate on school when you're working a full-time job, and school's online,
1: and it, you have a whole life on top of
0: that, and, and yeah, you, have you a girlfriend. trying to have a life and having a girlfriend Ooh, and also trying here. to figure out how to move out and.
1: You got to deal with this guy over here, like what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my
0: <laughs> it, it, It's it's hard to fully concentrate, and it makes you want to cheat so you could just get it out of the way. And I, I hate to say it, but I am that guy. Like I. I want to sit there and I want to try to figure out my brain but it's like I used my brain all day for work. I still have things I have to do later that night like I just want to get it over with and I feel like I'm not really learning anything. So I'm kind of hoping that once I get my credentials and everything I could get some hands on experience. I'm a hands on type of person. If you show me a picture or you try to explain it over a computer or something I'm not going to get it. But if you're sitting there with me and I am doing something and you're telling me what to do, I could figure it out. J no problem. It's just it's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard. Um But yeah, and the reason that I work is so I can make money. Yeah. <laughs> make the uh, I want a foundation. I want somewhere where my kids can grow up and they won't have to worry about moving around a lot. So mm-hmm. that's the end goal. End goal. Yeah.
2: I like the I like your whole story. It seems super positive, um, but a lot more positive than the last couple people we've had around, for sure. It's like um, you seem like a nicer, better person, you know? Not even saying that, like, the people that we've had haven't been nice, but it's like, I don't know, you just seem a lot more lighthearted.
0: I, um, I've i been told that I have a a kindred spirit, Um I've been told by a lot of people that I have that. And I try my best not to. Not to let that kindred spirit die. Because I mean life. Life tests you so much man. Mm. And people test you even more. But it's like one of those things. Where at the end of the day. Like what kind of person do I want to be. Do I want to be someone that everyone loves talking to. And they know they can come to me with a problem. And I'll be there to help. Yeah. That's the kind of person I want to be. I don't want to be the person that's are like. Oh god. It's Michael. He's in a grouchy ass mood. Don't don't talk to him like you know if i am in a bad mood if you legit want to talk about something i always have an ear out for everyone
2: well like do you feel like people don't like respect or like like who you are as a person like do you feel like people like judge you so
0: i don't know about liking i feel like anyone who does like me they do uh decide to stick around um respect on the other hand i feel like i'm taken for granted mm. because i am not a I'm not a person that's gonna like enforce my ideas on someone. I will kind of just stop talking. So, I've had this conversation with Jordan so many times where like, I feel like if you're gonna ever get any respect in the world, people have to have some sort of fear of you, not like, not like oh he's gonna kill me, but like uh, yeah he's gonna beat my ass. he could beat my ass so I need to I need to straighten up or I need to talk to him respectfully. Mm-hmm. Whereas me, I, you look at me and you're like ah teddy bear. no no one's afraid of a goddamn little teddy bear Mm
2: -hmm. interesting but i I like what you meant when you was talking about uh being taken for granted i mean like do you feel like you take people for granted yeah yeah uh
0: of course um you know when when my buddy died that that was kind of like one of those things where it was like the people i do have around me i try to keep around for a while Mm mm-hmm i'd like to keep them forever to be honest because like when i make relationships i really hate short-term relationships and then i'm like deuces or they're like deuces and that's it probably because i moved around a lot and i have uh what is it detachment issues or i don't know how else to word this but um so like I, i definitely like i felt like beforehand i did take people for granted and i probably still do today I mean, hell, my cousin who's got a kid texted me uh, Sunday and wanted me to play some Need for Speed with him, and I still haven't responded to him. I just, life and, I'm going to be honest, I really don't want to play Need for Speed. I've beaten all of them. I know I'd whoop his ass, but, like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. What about you, Jake? you feel like you take people for granted?
0: Probably. I feel like everybody
1: takes somebody for granted. Um, like we said before sometimes you just kind of get stuck in your first person perspective and you forget that there's other players in the game and there's other third person perspectives yeah. and you just get really caught up in life cause there's so many distractions there's so many obstacles like Michael was saying so many hurdles that you have to jump over I don't know, people just get caught up in their own little worlds
0: you know and it kind of uh kind of like one of the topics that uh we were talking about earlier at work where you uh we were talking about how it's hard to be blunt with people nowadays um because like everyone's sensitive everyone's sensitive about something um some people just have moods you know where they have a bad day um and some people are just overall sensitive like me i'm a really sensitive person so like if you say something to me it that it could have probably meant nothing to you i will overanalyze it for hours and be like no was he being a dick to me am i taking you know am i taking it a little too hard like am i being too sensitive um and sometimes it's just it's nicer to just be blunter Because, you know, just cut to the chase, get it done and over with. But it's just hard to, like... It's hard to word it sometimes. Mm. You know, like... I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's sometimes when uh, Jordan... Because Jordan's a very blunt person. uh, Sometimes he says something to me and he won't think twice about it. That's it. He said it. (laughs) I'm over here overanalyzing the situation like... Is he being a dick? (laughs) Did I... Did I do something wrong? Uh, is he uh, having a bad day? What's going on? And then in reality, he just didn't realize that what he said hurt my feelings.
2: No. <laughs> uh, I feel I feel like I can't do that. Um, I feel like I can probably do that a little bit more with body language. You know, because I can't always hide, like, how I feel. But I'll always talk to you nice, you know, just because i don't know in regards to what we was talking about earlier with the whole taking people for granted thing i try not to do that because i know it's very easy to do that it's like a subconscious thing but um if you guys have ever watched blue lock which you should i know that some of my divers out there have watched blue lock it's a soccer anime Mm well gorgeous right you guys have to watch that shit That shit's so good but If uh, if my divers know who Isagi is, I literally try to live like Isagi. You know what I mean? Uh, I try to overanalyze like, every situation, and I try to think of things in the third-person view. And I want to think about how everybody else is thinking about the situation. Like, this, this pot fell on the ground. How is everybody thinking about what just happened? Everybody saw it happen, but how is everybody else thinking about it at the same time? And I, I want to think that way. Cause I feel like that's the best way to see how situations are gonna pan out. I'm doubling back. Um, do you feel like people judge you? Uh, for sure. I mean, like in a way, I don't, I don't know why, but I feel like over the past, I'd say year, um, ever since the, I've like, you know, ever since I pretty much met you guys, for some reason my social skills have like changed dramatically, and to be honest, I feel like in a way they've gotten like a lot worse. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's because I hang around Rick a lot. And at the time, I was hanging around Rick and Jesse a lot. And um, for, like, a little minute, they became, like, like two pivotal people in my life. Like, I, I would talk to them every day. And, like, you know, we basically are like family. We're with each other every single day all the time. So you just start to, you know, learn a lot, be around people. And, like, my social skills started to, get like, really get fucked with. And, like, now sometimes I feel like when people come up to me, I seem like I don't want to talk. And it's cause to be honest, I, I don't, you know, <laughs> like I don't, but I'm trying to be, I'm trying to put this more nice face, like, cause it's my job. I have to, I want to be approachable. I want, you know, people to, th- this is how we have a stronger team. We we're supposed to be a team, you know? And, um, if I, if I seem like I don't want to talk, nobody's going to want to come to me and like, that's not helping this system work any better. So
0: it's, um. it's a part of life, man. It's a part of life. Um, as you get older unfortunately you start realizing that the world is not all sunshine and rainbows especially when you're out of high school dude it's like a fucking freight train Mm -hmm. especially like because in high school you had to be somewhere with a bunch of your peers and you had to be in the same room as them and all that whether it was a good time for you or a bad time you were always surrounded by your peers but as soon as you get out of that and you start realizing that you don't have, you know, your peers around you anymore, you have people who are double your age, maybe even triple your age, um, and they're not as friendly, you know. Yeah. So like, I don't think your social skills have declined. I just think you are growing up, probably getting tired, a little tired of the bullshit. But that happens to everyone. Life. Life sucks. I mean, it, it's beautiful, and there's good parts about it, mm-hmm. but, like, working day to day, doing the same damn thing <laughs> yeah. every fucking day, God, damn. it sucks. It sucks, but that's why you gotta make the most of you know? And that's why you guys do these podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. your social
1: skills haven't decreased. They've evolved.
2: Hmm.
0: That'd be a better way to look at it, yeah, yeah. Your shit hasn't decreased. I would say it's evolved. You've got a more mature mentality, and you probably want to be around more mature people. You know? Like, it's hard to be around someone who has no fucks to give. You know? We got our man in the corner of our lovely establishment with our his beautiful long hair. Oh. Who doesn't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> He's working on it. I, <coughs> he is, but like, I ain't gonna lie, some things are hard to talk to him about I like agree. you try to tell him how like yeah i hate this place i hate this job i want a new job and he's like yeah you quit right now and you abandoned everything and it's like oh man i can't do that i have bills to pay yeah. and he's over here talking like i don't need he's this like, shit like, nothing material holds me
2: down i do that. that doesn't make sense to me bro it i mean doesn't... i
1: get it but i like to live my comfortable lifestyle in order to live my comfortable lifestyle I cannot just quit my job, stop paying my car note, and get evicted from my house.
0: <laughs> yeah. it get shit don't worry like that. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah. just can't do it. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong. It's, it's kind of cool to have that sort of personality because oh, you don't have to worry so much about things. But it's also a bad thing because if you really start acting on that, like you said, you'll lose everything. And then, yeah, you're sitting there not having to worry about bills or anything, but now you have to worry about where you're going to sleep, where you're going to eat. But I feel like he's the type of free-spirited person that really wouldn't mind if
1: he was homeless tomorrow. I and feel like he'd figure it out. He'd be going
0: on a journey somewhere. He'd be chilling. That is true. And, you know, maybe with social media, if you record exactly. it and stuff. He- he's too smart
1: to just be broke and do nothing. Like, he's not going to just, like, I don't know. He's, he's smart. He's very smart with his money, and he's just very smart in general, and he's got so many big ideas and so many plans
0: then I don't think he'll ever have to worry about that. He is also very fucking young. He is extremely young, Now, I know he's not that much younger than me, and is he the same age as you?
2: He's, uh, I think he's a couple months younger than me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Okay, so you guys... Wow. You guys must have... 20 in October. God, you are really fucking mature for your age, my dude.
2: Yeah, uh, that's what Peter told me. Because me and him talked about that one day when we was at work or whatever. But Um,
0: yeah, no, uh... So, like, I mean, obviously, people are raised in different scenarios, and this is a prime example of you and him. You guys are about the same age, but your guys' mindset is totally different. Like, you know for a fact you cannot leave your job all of a sudden, out of nowhere. You have to have a backup plan. You can't just abandon everything. Yeah. Where he is the one that's talking about literally just... Fucking moving to Japan and having a rice
2: farm. See, I don't understand that. Like, I was talking to him about that the other day, but like that entire mindset scares me. I feel like there's no proper plan, there's no proper vision. Like, I need to know exactly what's about to happen, and I feel like that's why I overanalyze things. Like, I need to know what the hell's going on next. You know,
0: and that's not a bad thing though. You'll have a plan for life, and people like you are usually ones who are able to buy houses at a young age and are able to have a literal foundation built so quickly and so efficiently that when you see people that are your peers and they're looking at your beautiful home and your beautiful wife and kids and they're like, how did you do it? I was too afraid to not have a plan. It's a a great thing to have a plan. And it's also a great thing to not have a plan because those people are also the type to go out, and explore, have a journey. Like you were saying, Jordan. Like, he would be the type to have a journey and he'd have a shit ton of stories to tell. Mm. But, in the same breath, you're both happy because you both got what you wanted.
1: Now, switching gears again, um, you said something about your peers. Uh, Do you trust your friends?
0: So, the way that I... It's hard for me to call someone a friend. If I work with you, it does not mean we're friends. If I... Speak to you over a mic, and we play video games every one, uh, once in a while. Does not mean we are friends. Um, might make you my acquaintance, you know, but my friends are people that I know I, I can I can rely on. So, in my definition of having a friend, yes, I can trust them. If I can't trust them, they are on that chopping block of off my friends list. Personally, I feel
1: like. It depends on our level of friendship, and it depends on, I guess, what level I hold you on, what kind of friend I decide you are, because I'd say I have, there's those friends that, you guys are still friends, but you you only check on, check in on them every now and then, maybe you'll go smoke them or something, like, every now and then, just to make sure they're doing okay, but if something, like, some real shit was going down, they're not the first person you're gonna text or call. Um, they're also not somebody like if you're in a pickle, you're not gonna call them either. But you're still that's st- you still consider them a friend. You're still gonna check up on them, you still gonna hit them up, see how they're doing, just chill for a little bit.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so if you're one of those, I mean, I definitely I trust you, but at the same time, I feel like you don't know those friends as, as well, and you don't go for go towards them for certain things. Or on the flip side, when there's the really important things
0: you know you, you'll call or or text those really close friends and, and you trust them a lot more so you have like a different level of friendships you have yeah. you have like the you know the friends that are there like you said you hang out with them might smoke with them and all that but like you ain't gonna call them if your car breaks down and then you have those people that like are your really good friends and you're yeah. like
1: so I guess I mean like inner circle versus outer circle basically Yeah. See, like, I have
0: a small inner circle but I, I would say I have quite a large outer circle so, like, yeah, I'm different. So, I guess, in a way you could put it, like, I'm kind of the same way. But, like, the, the ones that are in my inner circle, those are friends. And then I got my my best friends, which are those of motherfuckers, like, if they're having financial problems, I will help them. And I hope they would, you know, obviously help me. But I would never ask money for anyone. Unless you want to donate to me at, uh... Cash sign, Ghostwriter, M-F-E-R, for uh, Cash App. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I, I obviously got uh, m- my boy, my brother, you know, he's been around for everything. And that man, I know, like, I, I don't know how many times I've been trapped fucking an hour away back when I was doing pass control and he'd drive for me. But, um, like, the outer circle of people, though, for me, I, I just... I guess Shout I, out Vicky Poo. Yeah, right? Vicky Poo. Um, and he's got a girlfriend, and she's kind of cute. What? <laughs> oh, we got to get him on one of these. Um, but like the outer circle of people, I just don't. I can't call him a friend because, like, I value the word friend way too much. Now, I'm not. I'm not downing. You know what your definition of friendship or anyone's definition of friendship. It's just in my my views and on that is, if I call you a friend, you are a real motherfucker, and you are one of my people that I want to be on my bus. My bus of life. You're gonna, you might not be all the way in the front seat where, you know, Mr. Victor's got it, but you're on that bus, and anyone on that bus is worth everything to me. He's I, the bus driver, by the way. Yep, yep, I'm the bus driver, and that, that's the way uh, we. Or I look at my people. I, I have a, a really bus. Nice analogy. <laughs> right now it's yeah. a short bus, though. Mm. It's a pretty short fucking bus. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um... The people who are my acquaintance, though, they're at the bus stop. They're waiting. Ooh. And if they stick around long enough and they talk to me long enough and I, I know their story and I like their personality, fuck it. Yeah, here comes the Chode Buzz. We're picking up a new person. <laughs> <laughs> and then we keep on going, you know? Mm. And uh, depending on where they sit is really depending on uh, my first interaction with them, you know? So oh. that's kind of the way uh, I view it. But what about you, Brandon? What about you?
2: Um, So, like, uh, that's why i got this word right here on my arm tatted uh vicarious um this was a word that uh like you know i talked to rick all the time and like rick he be trying to tell me stuff you know and um when, from when i first met him he was uh telling me that he thinks that i'm very vicarious and i asked him what that meant and pretty much being vicarious is a it's a quality where you you kind of feel and think the emotions of like another person so like Whatever experiences you may be feeling, I'm gonna basically see that through you. Yeah. So like, when people tell me stories, I really try to pay attention because I start to visualize. Like I start to put it's things like literally together. Literally on their shoes. Yeah, like I'm watching a little movie. and It's just like you know, it's all good and stuff, you know. But um, I don't really do that for everybody, uh, just because I don't really like people. But for the, the individuals that I just, I don't know, I don't know what to, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like. When I feel that for you and I start to visualize your life because we're talking, I consider you a friend. So like I'm not gonna go out of my way for a lot of people and I really think a lot of things are like a hassle, but like if I actually put some down for you, then like I actually like really like you a lot. Um So you're you
0: you acquire friends not by, you know, how long they've been around or um really like what they do for you but it's like if you get to know their story and if you're interested enough and you like their story yeah you consider them as friends. friend it sounds oh.
1: like one big vibe check and i love it yeah. yeah
0: yeah and you know what i i like that that is a cool that's a cool uh way to look at it and I, I i've never heard that before i've never heard that before this and i like that that's cool that's really cool to have people like you in this world mm-hmm. that can do that like people like me it is hard for people to get on my bus i ain't gonna lie mm-hmm. i mean yeah I'll joke around with people you know like um put put in for example out of everyone in our little area in a workspace yeah. three friends three friends two of them are right here so like everyone else their acquaintances and I like them they're cool nothing wrong with them or anything but it's just like it's hard for me to. To open up to people I've also been hurt a lot in life and yeah, I mean so. yeah so like it, it's it's definitely hard to open up but I, I really like the way you look at it and it's cool that there's someone like you out there you would be a you'd be a nice therapist but you would have to be careful though because one main thing of being a therapist is you can't get too attached emotionally yeah and I,
2: I feel like that's the that's the other side of things you know because there's also a dark way to go about it, you know, and I feel like uh, there's a bit of hyperfixation, you know, in the sense of like, for instance, Rick, that's my boy, but I I hate a lot of the things he does, but it's too late. I've already got interested into his story, so it's like genuinely like I'm reading this person's book. You know if you've watched Jojo and you've seen Heaven's Door <laughs> yeah that I that is me I, I just start reading you and it's just like it's too late I'm too interested I'm too deep and I will start to think about you extra you know so the actions you make you may not have thought anybody noticed but I noticed you know what I mean like I saw that you know um, different diff- just different little things you know I just tend to pick up more and want to pay attention to more and other people may not read it that deep and they might think i'm reading into it way too much but it's like that's pretty much how i base friendship you know like i remember uh, this one day i was with jordan right and we were talking to rick and rick has a tendency to have like bad um social skills or like uh what's it called bad he can't read a situation you know what i so mean really yeah exactly and um i think jordan came over to ask me for something and rick got upset and he does it every time if rick's talking to me and somebody comes up to me he gets upset or he makes a face at them right and uh i think jordan said he needed something and i think rick said something and then jordan Jordan got snappy with him right i thought that shit was so funny but i respected the hell out of him for that you know what i mean because it's like yo like for real, like bro, he needs something from me. Let me let's go get this done. We're at work. I'm not here to talk about some bullshit I don't care about. You I know don't what mean it on purpose, man. It's like
1: my
0: natural reaction. <laughs> See, and that <laughs> kind of
1: snippy response. Yeah, mm. he
0: and he's Jordan's very blunt too. He's not. He's not gonna sit there like hell earlier when I was waiting for something. I sat there and waited till you guys were done talking. Exactly. I, I, but when this man's got something he needs to get done, he ain't gonna sit around and <laughs> wait for your conversation. He's gonna be like, hey. I need this done now, and it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes being that blunt, some people look at it in a way like, he's being a dick. I know? don't
1: do it, if I was, if I wasn't, see, if I'm at work, and I need something work-related done, and you're having a personal conversation, I'm not gonna wait for you to finish the conversation. Unless you're somebody that is above me, and I should probably wait for it, then okay, sure, I'll wait, you, you boss. But, otherwise, I'm at work, I'm trying to get my work done, you can put that on pause for a second, Typically. And obviously, I can read the room. If you're talking about something serious, I'm gonna walk away. I'll come back when I need to. But usually, if it's if it doesn't matter, I'm trying to work. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. yep. And you know, and what uh, kind of backtracking a little bit when you said it was like too late and everything. I wouldn't say it's too late when when you get interested in someone, right? And you want to get to know their story and you learn more about them. You're gonna obviously find things that you dislike about someone. And no one no one's perfect. You know, last person I was perfect walked on water <laughs> mm-hmm. if you believe into that sort of things um but the longer you're around someone the more you get to know someone you're gonna see their flaws hence why a lot of relationships go south once they start living together you start seeing things that they do that you didn't see before you start getting to know them more and more and more because you're surrounded by them it's kind of the same way with you know friends especially if you're trying to make it like that inner circle sort of friend you're gonna find things that you hate i mean hell as much as i talk about my boy vicky i hate that he's got gr- grubby fingers and his teeth <laughs> i don't like his teeth Damn. but other than that i love the shit out of him and he stinks sometimes he's a stinky boy but it's okay i love the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> so i i wouldn't say it's it's too late it's just it means you're analyzing him more you are noticing more traits from him and that's part of getting to know someone. Sometimes it can make a relationship and sometimes it can break it. I definitely mm. agree with that. What he was saying, like, kind of observing
1: or being over or over-analytical. I'm not gonna lie. I caught myself today and I, I, I finally, like, I guess told myself, like, I guess, I think I've been thinking it subconsciously for a while and today I actually said it, like, in my head. Mm. So I brought it out and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. After I heard it, I'm like, shit, did I really just say that? Okay, it's the truth. Mikey. This has to do with you. So... Peter was doing some dumb shit and I don't remember what it was but he was at his desk and I like realized he was doing some dumb shit and then I said I was like talking shit in my head I think but I thought about it and I was like wait a minute why did I notice that I never pay attention to Peter he's always in front of me and then I started thinking about it I'm like why do I notice shit about Michael that I shouldn't i I overanalyze what you do sometimes because i think our relationship is so close so i don't i tune other people out more and i pick you up more and then it makes me a little snippy sometimes because i'm like bro you're getting up a fuck again really again (laughs) yeah damn back in his office huh Mm. yep yep (laughs) like things like that i I pay too much attention Mm -hmm. and it's because we're so close and then i like i said i noticed it with peter i'm like i don't fucking care what peter is doing i'm like oh damn and then i caught myself i was like <laughs> fuck.
0: and you know you start you start doing that like it's kind of like kind of like the joke i made uh to you, brand the other day when we went to uh one of our co-workers house uh to hang out mm-hmm. and how i, I said like damn you're out of the office you know you're like <laughs> yeah. an npc it's kind of like that. Some mm-hmm. people you just don't don't pay attention to. They're an NPC. Mm-hmm. But the, one of those other players, you know, you're going to analyze the fuck what they do. And, uh, oh, shit, that dude just misclicked. Fucking idiot. What is he doing? While the NPC is walking into a goddamn wall. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just happens, you know. Like, I, there's, there is more things that I've noticed that Jordan does than, like, he said. I, I don't really realize what the other guy does because I don't analyze him too much. I I kinda I did analyze him actually hold on, I'll take that back. I did analyze him a lot before, but that was because he, I, I was kind of double checking his work and he was the only person I had because mm-hmm. all the other guys kept getting fired or quit. Mm-hmm. Fucking He's the only one that stuck it through. Yeah. And like so I was getting snippy at him because he was doing shit that I noticed. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other guys, like, I just, I didn't care enough because I knew they weren't going to be here long. Mm -hmm. Even though they were doing the same exact shit as him, I got on his ass more because I just noticed it more. Um, But yeah, no, uh, I, I do notice that sometimes you pay attention a lot to what I do. And a lot of times I think, you know, he just... Uh, some things i feel like you're kind of being like a helicopter parent you're like you're like sitting there like worried about me a little too much and i'm like okay i mean i get it i love you man but like come on let me do my thing i know what i'm doing like when i'm taking around and i'm looking on the internet for half an hour or an hour i know what i'm doing <laughs> i know i'm not supposed to be doing it but I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm wa- I'm reading on sunken ships, you know, and, <laughs> bro. I've been hyper fixated on this for yeah, about two weeks about now. That, yeah. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. I'm looking at models now. I'm thinking about building a ship. <laughs> I wish I was lying. Well,
1: like a ship and a model
0: type shit. Uh, like Lego ships and all that too. But oh, I put them on oh, little stands and cool. stuff. I legit want to do that. If you do but, a Lego one, I'll help. bet. <laughs> but um. <laughs> No, oh, getting back. <laughs> yeah, but it, it does happen when you're around certain people, and when you like certain people more, you'll notice their their flaws more and more. Plus, me and Jordan knew each other obviously before, you know, when we started working here, and we started talking a lot more. Um, I was kinda,
1: thinking about that the other day too. I was trying to figure out what made us start talking. Be like when you were doing bug out, and I was doing. Um, Amazon, you, why did, why are we I can't, I can't for the life remember why we were even talking I don't remember texting you I just remember us only calling out of like out of nowhere
0: That's why I, I love it, so even though I have shitty ass memory when it comes to scenarios that make me feel things, I remember them clear as uh, day perfect. Yeah. You guys got on to me about flaking all the time Yes, you guys kept telling we kept me, kept making
1: plans or trying to make plans and then the last second you would fall through
0: I would always fall something through,
1: something would
0: always come up Why, why was it? I
2: honestly,
1: he kept. They got too close. Yeah, he has a fear of letting people get too close. Mm-hmm. Hence, usually, why my bus is so small. Yeah, when mm-hmm. they get too close, he usually cut. Well, in the, well, in his he's gotten better. He used to cut them off when they got too close, or like stop talking to them, like completely, mm-hmm. kind of like ghosting them a, a little bit.
0: Yep. Like, uh, I was friends with Francesca first before Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, she got too close. She got way too close. We uh, we Facetime one night, and I was drunk. And I was like, I was talking about my life, and I started crying about Emily. And then after that, I dropped her off the face of the earth. Yeah. Because I I didn't wanna I didn't want to be that close She's anymore. Still talking
1: about that to this day.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably why she always fucks with me whenever I'm around. It because is, that
1: is the reason, you know it though.
0: Yeah. And like it, it it sucks. It's hard to to come back from something like that. And like she got to know a lot of personal things, and she was around me when me and my girlfriend broke up you know and so it it was hard it it was definitely hard to let her in and let anyone in for that instance um but one day they uh they they i forgot what happened i think uh i was either working at winn dixie or i saw him at winn dixie and we were talking and they were telling me about uh some sort of like party or something they did And I I think I made a joke, like, well, why wasn't I invited? And then they told me straight up, they're like, in all honesty, you always flake on us. And like, we stopped inviting you to things. And I sat there and I was like, damn, that's not good. Like, (laughs) people are noticing, like, people are not looking at me as like, oh, there's Michael, let's invite him. More like, you ain't got to come, don't even invite him. So I I started showing up more. I started hanging out with them more. Um, I brought my my inner group of friends around them. Uh, Shane and Victor. Yeah, I like, went over to your apartment the one time.
1: Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's where I first met Victor too, and well, Shane too.
0: Yeah, you guys had a great time because I went to go get pizza and I came back there watching porn. <laughs> we punk- were though, like legit. It wasn't like they were like legit <laughs> no, like, watching was- and it, <laughs> but it was like some penny white, like fat chick. Dressed up as like Pennywise, it was, like, oh, scary yeah. No, like
1: sc- like actual scary movie type shit. Like
0: that shit was terrifying. <laughs> it was so f- weird, <laughs> but they were butt ass <laughs> <No. laughs> Yeah, it was so weird. Like she said they there like oh, <laughs> while wow, she's messing with her stuff. I think she stuff. had like a
1: chainsaw or some shit. And They're, pa- they're like like faded, painted, paint, painted, scary ass like uh, clown masks and yeah. shit, bro. That shit was creepiest, but I don't even know. Why we put it on? I'm sure it had something to do with Victor or Shane, but
0: no, no, Shane was with me because we came back and we see you three because you guys moved the couch no, out of the living you. room and y'all are just laying there watching it and I'm like the fuck, and Shane goes I'm, I'm oh bet to, I'm and willing, he lays down watch I'm to it's <laughs>
1: stemmed somewhere from two girls one cup I probably
0: that that conversation gets thrown around a lot I don't know why <laughs> yeah but nah that that's that was um that was the kind of reason like it's just. I got worried about people being too close, plus, like, my story isn't, isn't the best, and I, I did some things that I definitely regret and all that, but, I don't know, when people get too close, I feel like, I don't know, I don't know, I think it's just, like, one of those things, like, I'm not in control anymore, like, they, they know my story, and then they know me, and then they want to like try to either pity me or they want to help me and i just i i've never had that in life so i'm just kind of like no thanks you know i'll just go back to making friend like light friends and having light conversations and goofing around and never talk about anything serious and then if something serious came up bye felicia go find the next one um now that's uh, and that definitely helped me pick my the my definition of a friend uh very well um, and then obviously With the friend dying That, that like really solidated like, Life's too short What's the point of cutting off people that get to know you It's just people knowing your story So now I am very open with what I, I do mm-hmm. I will pretty much tell you shit That you probably didn't want to know But it's me now I talk about everything mm. Perfect for podcasts yeah. <laughs> do you, uh, What do you feel like you take for granted? Well Hmm I definitely think I took for granted the opportunity of coming here at least the second time. I um I always bitched about going home. Always thought like there was something there for me, and I took for granted the the memories I made here and the friends I made here. Cause eventually I did end up coming back home, but then came right back here. And like every time we move, I'm always taking for granted of like where I am at this moment. You know, like when I was in Tennessee for a little less than a year, I took for granted that whole thing. There was a girl there that loved me. I could have been in a relationship with her and had my first relationship then. Didn't do it though because physically I was there, but everything else was not there. It was back, you know, where I, what I called was home. So I try to live more, I'm trying my best to live like day by day. I mean obviously I still got my goals and I, I still, you know, think about the future sometimes. But I try to I try to live more day to day rather than, you know, be like, Man, I really wish I, I had more fun at the the Halloween party or, you know, wish I did this with this person before they died. Like I I just I take for granted people. That's my answer. What about you, Jordan? What do you take for granted? I used to take people
1: for granted a lot. Um, I felt like like high school Jordan after we moved to Florida <clears throat> and I moved schools for that third time. I didn't care anymore. I didn't care about a lot of things. I, I, was, I was angry. I was really angry when I was a kid. I'm not sure why. I was just mad at the world for no reason. Um, but I also... I feel like I... I took time for granted. Like... I know I'm young now. And... I have a lot more different... I have a lot different of a thought process than a lot of people do. And maybe I might be more more mature than most people my age. But I feel like if I would have... Paid more attention to certain things and... Tried a little harder and... Not been mad for so long. I could I could be even further, and I feel like I just wasted a lot of time, and I really took time for granted. And that's one thing I would fix if
2: I could. Yeah, I I would definitely agree. Uh, That's probably exactly how I feel. Like, um, all my old lessons, like whether good or bad, like past relationships that really fucked me up. Like, yo, I'm like ten times stronger from that, and like I actually really appreciate. The bad and good times, because it's shaping me into the person I am today. Like I'm still creating my own story. Like every day that passes, our pages being wrote. And um, every like y'all said, exactly, yeah. And um, I really like thinking that way. Like you know, my social skills aren't, de- you know, decreasing or getting worse. Like you know, they're just changing, and I'm continuing to change. Yeah. And yeah, I really appreciate that. that's probably that's probably what I've taken for granted, and I don't want to do that anymore. So that's why every single day i'm trying to figure out ways for me to get way better you know because by the time i'm 24 people that are 24 now like for instance like whatever whatever honestly i'm gonna be honest like whatever our desktop guy is doing at the moment right and he's another person where i feel like you know me and him have gotten a bit closer and i hyper fixate over his situation but um He seems, you know, somewhat happy. But if you hear him talk, like, he's not that happy with his life, you know. And he's not in the best financial situation. And the other day, he was telling me that, like, oh, like, I don't know why we were talking about it. But he was telling me, like, he's never had 10K before. Like, 10K altogether. And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, what the hell? Like, I don't want anywhere near 10K. 10K is not shit. That's shit-ass money. Like, I don't, I need more than that. Ten times more than that. You know. By the time I'm 24, 25, just like him, I want to be fucking out of here, like, gone. Yeah. So, as long as I work on that now, I'll be way further ahead than somebody that's not doing shit. You are doing less than me, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's hard to not take time for granted, especially when, you know, you're doing the daily grind. Uh, working eight hours, five days a week in the same little area that we work in, it's really fucking hard not to, you know, want the time to just go and be the weekend, but then you're missing out on the weekdays, and then, then you stop and think, like, holy shit, it's already been a year, you know, like, it's, it's hard, and even though, you know, we're all young here, like, we have all gone through some shit, but the one thing I, I try to try to think about to kind of cheer me up when I think about that is, yeah, look where you are now. But imagine what you were just a year or two years ago. You know, what is, what is your situation, you know, been like or hell, imagine when you were younger and you were always saying, you know, I can't wait until I can do this and this. And now you're doing it like I mean, hell, we all have cars here. I bet there was a time in each and every one of our lives when we were younger, we were like, man, I can't wait until I can drive and go do my own thing. Oh, yeah. And now Multiple look at Multiple times. We all have vehicles. And I do what I want. Yeah. And we all have our, our we have some money and you know, we go and do things. I mean, hell, we're doing a podcast right now. Yeah. Like, how many, how many people, you know, get to have that lifestyle? I mean, there are some people that are even way worse situations than us. I mean, hell, like you said, our desktop guy, he's going through some shit, but I mean, there are people that are going way worse than him, and they're, like, I just try to really focus on the things that I have accomplished, you know, like, hell, even three years ago from now, if we're looking at past Mikey, I had a shitty-ass S10 that (laughs) I drove all summer with no coolant, and... I worked at Winn-Dixie, and I was making, like, what, $8 an hour? Fucking didn't have money to do shit. Truck barely ran half the time. And whenever it needed fixed, I literally had to tear apart the fucking whole thing. And now I'm sitting here at a job that I'm making triple of what I made. No, close to triple of what I made in win dixie and i have two cars yes i'm still living with my family but i am able to come and go as i please i do my own thing like
1: where was brandon three years ago
0: yeah where was brandon three years ago actually um still high school
2: <laughs> so, well, I so mean, two two years ago i would um i was working at wink uh driving a 2001 honda accord uh with a failing transmission Oof. um i had just actually got a job at walmart dc so i was making like i was making before like maybe 11 75 and then i was jumping all the way up to 1835 like literally my next job
0: you worked at walmart distribution center yeah you guys yeah. Have talked about it before
2: mm-hmm. I, like- I was working the night shift the um the three days a week night shift so i was off four days
0: yeah, I worked that same night shift.
2: Oh, crazy! Um, I was working from. I graduated twenty twenty one. I was there this summer of twenty twenty
0: one. Were you? What? And I was you're...
2: a freight handler, so I was. The oh one. yeah, I I was, you... sl- I was slugging freight into the trailers.
0: Oh okay, yeah. You okay? You worked in a different department yeah. than me. Yeah, I worked. Uh, I was the people who brought the uh, who got your guys's pallet. Or no, no, you loaded stuff in. So we got the stuff that went on those pallet uh, things that lifted it up with hydraulics and spun around and would cut it open. Yo, you you had the best job. No, it was not the best job. That job sucked. You had to sit in one spot for 12 fucking hours, not talk to anyone. Fucking no earbuds were allowed Mm -hmm. whatsoever. And the music didn't work half the time. And you're sitting there constantly having to scan, scan, scan. Mm -hmm. And they would constantly bitch at you about your numbers because the machine would always fail. So the conveyor line would just stop and they want you to stop. So you're sitting there like twiddling your thumbs like, what do I do? You know, but then they want to come at you and be like, why are your numbers so low? It's like, well, the machine's been down for fucking three hours, you know, like. Ah, oh, that job sucked. That's that why I had to get out there. Definitely
2: did suck. I lasted three months there. How long? Or no, not even two months. I lasted, uh, I think a month. Exactly. A month. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> yeah. Show how bad that job was. Yeah, that job oh, is terrible. The like, money is it was great. super lonely. Man, it fuck. wasn't what I was used to, though. You know what I mean? Because I, I was still super young, like mentally, and at the time, like I wasn't like that was the most time I've been away from, like, my girl while I was... Because me and my girl, we hang out all the time. like It's like we're literally glued to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, we're texting now. The minute I leave, we're going to be together. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? That's, that's just how we work. And, hey, like, I'm the same way with my girl. Yeah.
0: I mean, you live with your girls. So. It's even yeah. better, though. Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
1: Like every, every moment I'm not with someone else or at work, I'm probably with her as long as she's here. Mm-hmm. Or not at work. Like I, I've We've been together for three years right now, and I can count on one hand how many nights I've slept without her.
2: Yeah, me too. Yeah, I can it's count been,
1: on one hand how many nights I've slept without her. It's been
2: over two years, and we're, we've are we been together every single day. Yeah. Do you, no you matter guys what. live together? No.
0: But does she stay a night a lot? A relative, you um, are relatively like, close to each
2: like, other? Yeah we, yeah, we live literally two minutes away from yeah. each other. That's amazing. Bro, yeah, what? so I'm always driving her to her house. I'm always picking her up and bringing her to my house. We're always two together, but Primarily, it's because of her. I don't. I'm not wired like that. Yeah. But I just. I'm the type of guy. I'm just rolling yeah. along. You know, the train or whatever with her, and like she just drags me around. I'm kind of the
0: same way. Like I mm. don't. And there are times I definitely like do get kind of like, a, come here. I want to love on you for a little bit. But like I, I'm, I'm not the one that usually makes plans. It's mainly her. Mm. So like, it sucks for us because we live like an hour uh, apart from each other. So like. And we both work, so it, it's hard. And you have conflicting schedules a lot too. Yeah, so like it's hard to to set time. But whenever usually if we both have the weekends off, we're usually together. And there's times
1: where mm-hmm. we like maybe see her once every three weeks, every now sometimes.
0: That's
2: crazy.
1: Yeah, once every three weeks.
0: Or, Me, I'm okay. I I'm so used to being. What well, do guys alone. talk like all the time? Yeah, like, we on talk. Your breaks,
1: you talk when, you, when if you were at home right now, you probably are texting her right now.
0: Yeah, I got two messages. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's like, I don't know, I'm just not wired like that, like, I, I can be okay alone for a while, um, but her, she, it, it fucks with her, mm-hmm. she gets super depressed and everything like that, and I feel terrible, uh, I mean, I don't know, it, it's, it's good, I mean, me and her have been through a lot of shit, um, and, you know, we went on a two-year of no talking whatsoever, Um, she ended up actually dating someone else. I didn't, I was a sap and sat there and got sad. Um, so like during that time I got really used to being alone. So like, I'm okay with being alone now. Um, plus when we first got back together, I was super like, you know, clingy. I love you. I want to be with you for the rest of my life. And then some toxic stuff started coming back up again. And I started realizing like, man, I waited two years for this. So I started kind of detaching myself from her and everything like that. And then I even went and blocked her for like a week until she hunted my sister down and then got her phone and used it to call me um, when I was out doing my thing. So now I hate to say it, but I am a little bit more distant from her than what I was before. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing because I'm okay. I'm mentally okay. I feel like that's all that really matters, you know. I feel bad for her, but we we work on it and i talked to her about a lot of things so well
1: mikey thank you for coming on today
2: yeah i appreciate yeah. you man for uh, of course love to be back so how on. do you how do you feel about this side of
1: mikey i know you've never seen this oh yeah
2: uh, very interested i like i liked watching this whole thing it was pretty nice and uh, that's all i wanted like i literally just wanted to see kind of how you are and who you are a little bit so yeah
0: i'm not gonna lie though i'm i'm I think I'm also second hand smoke high too, so <laughs> I talked a little bit more than I'd like to. Are no, you good? <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, it was a lot of fun. I would love to, love to be back on. Bro, we're definitely gonna have you on again, but we
1: need to get you your own little uh, like intro. So we need to figure, figure out like a little theme song for Mikey. Maybe some kind of Ghost Rider shit or something. I don't oh, know. Oh shit!
0: Because my game attack Ghost Rider here. and my cash up is. I can't I can't do it again Uh, they remember from earlier if you want to donate donate to Mikey (laughs) (laughs) donate to Mikey we appreciate you for coming on tonight Uh,
1: it's definitely going to happen again man thank you very much divers thank you for listening thank you for this is episode 5 man I hope you guys are following us on our journey and I hope you guys are giving critiquing us a little bit you know we're not perfect we never claim to be and we're we're growing just like you're growing so please help us grow Brandon you got anything you want to leave the people with
2: Please give us some topics. Give us more things to hash out. Talk about. We need more. We need more feedback from our people. Yeah, so.
1: Yes, let us know. Come on now. Hit us up, y'all. Until next week.
2: Until next week. All right, bye, yo. Deuces.